his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Wiggins America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. You know, we rail against socialism a lot, but what exactly is socialism? I think we need to define that word before we can all agree on what is bad about it, right? Hey, this is Wiggins America. Thanks for being here this weekend. So communism, everybody kind of gets what that is. We've seen that even in my lifetime. You've seen that in nations around the world where everything that you produce as a person gets confiscated by the government and then redistributed. What always happens in communism, always, always, is that the people who are the, are the ones taking the materials or the production, whatever, and redistributing redistrib- it, they end up with quite a bit more of it than everybody else does somehow. The same is true in socialism. Socialism is basically communism, but a little bit lighter version. It is the government stepping into most big business and ultimately protecting big business at the expense of small business because it benefits themselves. Now, you could say you could, you could approach this from some sort of altruistic uh, manner and say, I'm going to do this for the good of people. But what always happens is the people who are taking that money, those goods, those services, they end up with a lot more of it than everybody else does. So <clears throat> now that we've gotten that onto the table... What is socialism? What is communism? What is capitalism? Let's talk about how this is actually playing out. So a couple stories that I wanted to share with you just because they've they've come up. I live in Illinois, and Illinois is actually a great harbinger for what this looks like 
it sits right there in the Midwest, surrounded by states that aren't really doing this. Missouri, especially, is going the opposite direction of Illinois. Kudos to them. Uh, get rid of things like personal property tax, Missouri, and you'll be right on the right track. Texas this week is attempting to lower property taxes. They already don't have income taxes, and they're looking to lower property taxes even further. It looks like it will pass. So all that to say that Illinois is kind of this island of blue in the middle of the country just because of Chicago. The rest of the state's very red. But <clears throat> the Chicago runs the whole state. And so where I am in southern Illinois is just as blue run as anywhere else, even though we vote uh, for a lot more Republicans than even we used to. The way this looks is not what you'd expect. The way this looks is the government steps in and usually makes laws that protect businesses that they favor. And that is socialism. It's just not what you always think of when you think of socialism. You think about it being communism light. But it really, it looks like this. Case in point, friend of mine about, oh, it had to be almost 15 years ago now, tried to start an ice cream business in Illinois. And I don't remember the name of it. It was something real catchy, nice cream or something like that. So she was operating out of her house and selling pints of ice cream. Well, the state stepped in and said, hey, there are regulations against that, that you can't, uh, you can't run a business out of your house that produces food. You have to be in a commercial kitchen. And you go, okay, well, I may not agree with that. I, I want to support the little guy, but maybe there are regulations that need to be in place to make sure for cleanliness and things like that. I don't necessarily think that that is the government's place. I think that that could be done through private organizations, um, especially now with the internet. You could yelp pretty much anything like that, but I digress. Let's say that you are completely fine with that, like most people are. So you say, well, you do have to operate out of a commercial kitchen. You want to make sure that you have standards of cleanliness and everything. We don't really know what your house is like, but we know that this commercial kitchen has been tested and cleaned and um, approved. So she said, okay, well, then I'll, I'll rent a commercial kitchen. So at night, she would rent a kitchen from a local business and produce ice cream out of that kitchen. Then the government came along and said, well, you can't really do that either because this type of kitchen hasn't been approved for making ice cream. It's only approved for making Italian food or whatever it was. So she said, okay. This is getting harder because this is costing her money in the process, right? She can't just go do this for free. She's got to pay those businesses. And then she has to um, leave her house. She has to transport everything. She has a lot more costs associated. So then she has to move to a different commercial kitchen. It's going to cost her more because it has to be more specific to the thing that she's producing. She finds out later that a lot of these laws that have been... It really, it's not even laws. That's the other thing is that we live in a democracy where you're supposed to have a Congress and a governor, in this case, that pass laws. But instead, they shoot off all these things to little agencies that they create. So they don't really do anything. The agencies are really the ones running the government. And in this case, the agency had created a bunch of laws that benefited their buddies in, we call it big ice cream, but really it was just big food production, to drown out the little guys. And it was all by design. They're all friends. So people at uh, this big ice cream or 
food production company. They end up working at the agency and they go, yeah, you know what would help is if we passed laws and rules that prevented competition from coming up to take our place. That's how socialism works. I always give the example that if you are a shipping company or uh, you're, you're trying to compete with UPS, for instance, or FedEx, FedEx and UPS, they would actually lobby for, now you haven't done this, I'm, not, I'm just saying hypothetically, they would, under socialism, lobby for a law that would say all delivery trucks have to have these certain kind of safety bumpers on them to make sure that if they ever get in a crash, that everybody's just a little bit more safe. And those bumpers, they cost an extra $20,000 per vehicle. Well, that stinks for UPS and FedEx, but they're willing to absorb that cost because then the little guy can't afford to get into the business at all, and overall, it benefits them. You follow me? Now, that's all just background. I heard another story about this that I, I couldn't help but share. A friend of mine who's in the real estate game, and I'm, I'm kind of dabbling in that myself, he said to me the other day, he said, I, I'm, so, I'm so mad that I live in Illinois because he is an independent worker, independent contractor. He's a real estate agent. He tries to do everything he can to make it in the business, and he's a hardworking guy. <clears throat> he said that in Blagojevich's term, and here's what's crazy is that you listen to Blagojevich now, and this dude is slick, it's slick, slick, slick as not. He knows exactly what he's doing. He says all the right things. He knows that the Democrats have abandoned him, because so now he sounds like a Republican. I don't know whether he really is or not. Uh, I take everything he says with kind of a grain of salt, because I just don't know. He's that good at politicking. When he was governor, he passed a law that said anybody who wants to be an appraiser in the state of Illinois has to already be an appraiser or has to be a protege of somebody who already is. So you can't become an appraiser anymore. In Illinois, even now, you have to apply to become an appraiser under somebody who already is. Well, number one, what do you think that does to that industry? It destroys it because if you're an appraiser, you're not going to take on a protege. That's going to be competition for you. So appraisers in Illinois are all very old (laughs) and they don't care. They're not going to have a protege that takes away from their business. So they've been locked in with this monopoly, basically. And get this, here's where it gets real socialistic and crony capitalism. That's a lot of people call crony capitalism. Uh, they use that term when actually what they're talking about is socialism. You're talking about people in power benefiting business. That's socialism. You can call it crony capitalism if you want, but it's socialism. Blagojevich's wife is in what industry? Real estate. This locked her in and her buddies to making a whole lot of money for the rest of their lives. And the Chicago Tribune asked questions about this to their credit. You can look it up yourself if you want to see, because I thought, really? And I looked it up. Actually, I didn't even think really. I thought, of course, but I looked it up to make sure it was true. It is true. She's in real estate. So they passed laws during his term that benefited his own wife. That is socialism, not crony capitalism, although I really don't care what the term is you use. It's all to benefit big business, and people in power. I just think it's important to have these conversations about what socialism looks like because we can yell about it all day, but if people who are hearing us yell about it don't know what we're talking about and how it looks in real life, then we're not really accomplishing anything. We have to show 
how this stuff is implemented so that we can stop its implementation or at least make people aware of what it looks like so they can see it when it happens. Thanks for listening to Wiggins America. I hope that somebody is listening this weekend who maybe did not see that stuff as socialism because I think it's really important for us to have an awareness of when it happens, whether it's in Illinois or maybe even Missouri or any other state. This stuff does happen. we got to call it out when we see it. All right, we'll be right back. Karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. So is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. If you think that a kiss is on the lips, come on, you got it all wrong, man. And if you think that our dance was all in the hips, oh well, then do the twist. If you think holding hands is all in the fingers, that's all the best. Jonathan Honig of CapitalistPig.com coming up next. He's a smart guy. He's on Fox News all the time. I want to talk to him about whether or not we have to worry about losing our jobs in the next year because things starting to get a little shaky. Inflation's getting under control, but with one comes the other. And now that if people aren't spending as much money because they can't, uh, companies are going to start cutting back. Let's talk about that next with Jonathan Honig. Right now, hey, I'm playing the White Stripes for a reason. It's because i got a couple of rock stories to share with you. One is about Jack White. You may have seen it if you watch Gutfeld. They talked about it this week. I actually mentioned it on the Annie Fry Show this week. Here it is. Jack White of the White Stripes and the Tours is taking aim at celebrities such as Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson for, in his words, quote, normalizing Donald Trump by meeting with him at public events or not, not even really meeting with him, like, oh, there's the president. I'm going to shake his hand and say, hello, you're very famous. <laughs> there's not even really an endorsement. I guess in the case of Mel Gibson, he kind of saluted him. 
But that's, I mean, that's, these, are the sin, these are the egregious sins we're talking about here that Jack White can't handle. He says, the two actors, along with Joe Rogan and Guy Fieri, I mean, super high. Guy Fieri is a major influencer. I always look to him to find out what to think about politics. Uh, were photographed interacting with Trump at the UFC 290 event in Las Vegas over the weekend. Jack White shared photos of the interactions on his Instagram account while calling out the four men. Here's what the tweet actually said from Jack White. Quote, anybody who normalizes or treats this disgusting, fascist, racist, con man, disgusting piece of Trump with any level of respect is also disgusting in my book. Unquote. He goes on to say, that's not, that's not loose. Okay. That's, that's. That's directed at somebody, and he goes on to actually say, quote, that's you, Joe Rogan, you, Mel Gibson, you, Mark Wahlberg, you, Guy Fieri. This is a statement from me, not a discussion slash debate, unquote, Jack White the Third. Now, I got to say, Gutfeld went all in and said, well, he's a washed up musician. I got to disagree. I think Jack White is a pretty freaking fantastic musician. I think he was responsible for restoring the soul of rock and roll in the 2000s. I haven't listened to much of what he's done lately. I'm sure he's doing some interesting stuff. I think he's very, very talented. I've seen him at the Fox Theater, actually, uh, when they were still the White Stripes. I think the White Stripes are a great band. Still enjoy their music. I do think this is one of the dumbest tweets I've ever read. He has the right to say it under the First Amendment. The The problem is that I think under my First Amendment rights, that Joe Biden is one of the worst presidents, not just bad, like, ah, he's crazy, he's old, he can barely walk. I mean, as far as attacking the foundations of the country, the dude has gone after the First Amendment, unabashedly, the Second Amendment, and the Fourth Amendment, at least. We talked about this in the Andy Fry Show this week a little bit. Those three amendments in particular uh, there's tremendous pu- tremendous pushback on the first right now. There's a lot of cases going on. Missouri versus Biden. They had Eric Schmidt on talk about that. He's done a great job with that. Um, the Second Amendment, there has been tremendous pushback as well. In fact, gun rights have expanded in the last 10 to 20 years because of advocates pushing Second Amendment rights. doesn't mean they have not tried to destroy them. The Fourth Amendment doesn't get a whole lot of attention. That is illegal search and seizure. Now, the first two, if we're pushing back on those like crazy, I mean, the government had organizations not only within the White House and DOJ and FBI and CIA, but other parts in deep state organizations that either are directly linked to the White House or are at least under like general approval of the White House, talking to every major social media platform until Elon Musk bought Twitter and censoring Americans based on really anything they wanted. They would throttle, they would shadow ban, and sometimes outright ban people who they just disagreed with their philosophies. And a lot of times, here's let's see, even if they were wrong, you can't do that. But a lot of times these people ended up being right about conspiracy theories and stuff, especially during COVID. They got banned like crazy. We've been throttled like crazy. I've been personally throttled on social media. None of this would have come out if it wasn't for Elon Musk buying Twitter. But he did. And now we know how deep the deep state has been censoring Americans online. We found out this week that Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, has been using his powers for illegal search and seizure in a variety of ways. Now, that testimony that he did before Congress was vast 
and detailed in many different areas. There's actually so much to it that you kind of could pick and choose which, which amendment are they breaking because they're breaking all kinds of them. But the problem is number four I'm, I'm focusing on here because it doesn't get as much attention. Illegal search and seizure. They are using data from your phones to track you in ways that they should not be allowed to do because you are not a criminal. That is illegal search. They haven't seized anything yet other than data, but they have done that. Now, the other thing about the Fourth Amendment is that we don't talk about it because it hasn't personally affected us yet, but they are illegally using the power of the IRS and the FBI, especially to target people like Matt Taibbi for exposing the Twitter files. Did you know that the IRS searched his house with the authority of the FBI? They also searched James O'Keefe's house looking for the Ashley Biden diary, and then they actually did illegally seize that under no pretense. Because they said the thing was fake. Even if it was real, which it might be, they can't just go in and take private property. But that one doesn't even make sense because they say that diary's fake. Oh, well, if it's fake, then why did you want it so bad? Why did you break the law to get it? Uh, They've raided the homes of pro-life advocates who don't have as big a names as Matt Taibbi and James O'Keefe. They are breaking those rules left and right. Yet, back to my point, though Joe Biden is breaking every rule and law and getting away with it up to this point, would I scream at a celebrity for shaking his hand and normalizing him? I I might not like it. I might not love that Susan Sarandon is an avowed leftist, but I'm not going to not see a Susan Sarandon. I mean, I'm not even a huge celebrity. If I was a huge celebrity, you're using your platform to shame people who disagree with you? I don't know. I just don't like it. That's cancel culture because it's top down. It's not bottom up. The big difference between what Jack White's trying to do is to get people at the top, the Hollywood elites who uh, make the movies, who the studio heads to say, you know what? I don't know if I want to cast Mark Wahlberg anymore because Mark Wahlberg is still pretty popular. People like Mark Wahlberg. They like seeing his movies. If there's a boycott, it's bottom up. People at the bottom go, you know what? I don't want to buy a Dixie Chicks album anymore. But the label doesn't necessarily cancel them. If they did, I don't know about that case, but if they did, then that would be cancel culture. Unless it's purely because of the boycott, right? So there's this cyclical nature between the two things where they work together. But ultimately, that's the difference. Cancel culture is bottom or is top down where a studio head says, yeah, I know you're you're actually pretty popular, Gina Carano, and we were thinking about making a series with you, but we're just going to cancel you now because people said you're a Nazi. Bottom up is a boycott. Bottom up is what B- Bud Light looks like. That's a, Those are very, very different things, and I think it's important to look at those things and say in this case, Jack White, he's not trying to get people to boycott. He's trying to use his influence to get these people fired from jobs. He wants the food network to react against Guy Fieri because he knows people aren't going to stop watching Guy Fieri other than the fact that nobody's watching cable anymore. They're just going to continue to do what they do because they listen to Joe Rogan or they watch Mel Gibson movies. I'll conclude by saying that's kind of the one nice thing here is that Mel Gibson, Joe Rogan, <clears throat> those guys are probably big enough that it they can't be affected by this. And that is very rare. Bruce Willis is one of the only other conservatives I can think of who got so big that he could kind of do anything he wanted. He could say whatever he wanted, and he wasn't going to get canceled. 
Mark Wahlberg, he's a big star, but I don't know if he's in that category. You get a studio head that goes, eh, I don't like that he's shaking hands with Trump. I'm not going to hire him for my next movie. That's very possible. Guy Fieri, same thing. Shame on you, Jack White. Don't love that. Do love your music. We will go out with White Stripes simply because I'm not going to boycott the guy. I could. I mean, I'm not going to try to cancel him. I don't have enough power to cancel somebody like that anyway. We have the power to boycott. So should you choose not to buy Jack White music in the future, that is entirely up to you. But I'm not going to write the label and tell him, you should cancel Jack White because he says things I don't agree with. We don't do that. We're conservatives. Jonathan Honig coming up next. We're going to talk to him about the economy on Wiggins America. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Wiggins America. Ninety-seven-one FM Talk. Hey, on the phone with us, it's Jonathan Honig from CapitalistPig.com and from the TV. You're so famous, Jonathan. <laughs> right, right. Great to be with you. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about these days. 
especially with the economy. I'm great to be speaking with you today. Yeah, so let's talk about some bigger... So I, I wanted to talk to you in particular because there's so much economic news all the time that we on the radio, and I'm sure you do at CapitalistPig.com, you got, we get bogged down in the moment um, because that's how you make money is knowing what's happening in the moment. But I want to focus on kind of the bigger picture stuff here. Inflation right now seems like it may have been it's you know it's getting under control am i wrong three percent that's in the right direction right yeah i mean look this is some good news finally i mean we've been talking about inflation right for two years plus and suffering through it and this is something that you know most of us have not lived through before you many of us know you know you had to go back to the mid-1970s to go through what the economy has been going through what we've all been going through i mean inflation is basically a main street issue and we have some good news. As you said, I mean, it was reported this week that the U.S. annual inflation number slowed to, slowed to 3.1%. And that's a massive drop. It was 9% just last year. And this is a result, of course, of 10 consecutive interest rate hikes from the Federal Reserve trying to get inflation under control. And kind of take a look back and say, many of us are still suffering from it. We're also suffering from it. But bigger picture, we're heading in the right direction. So Jonathan, pretty much in 2021 is when inflation just ran rampant and has been driving over us like a Mack truck for the last couple of years. Why did it get, I've got my own opinions about this, but you're the expert. I want to ask you, why has inflation been so bad in your opinion? Well, if you listen to you know many on the well, I guess the left and the right, they would tell you that it was corporate greed, right? It's greedflation. That's what's going on here. Greedy corporate executives, of course, that's not the case at all. I mean, inflation is a phenomenon, Ryan, caused by government. And if you remember back to the early days of the pandemic, government spending, the, the expansion of the money supply exploded. I mean, a tremendous amounts of money were created for the stimulus, the paycheck protection program, interest rates lowered to, you know, well below the, the level of inflation, uh, that created the inflation that now we're all dealing with, we're all having to deal with. You know, the old, the old economist Milton Friedman used to say there's no such thing as a free lunch. And all those checks that were sent out uh, you know, seemed to appear out of nowhere in all of our mailboxes back during the pandemic. Oh, well, we're all paying for it now and we we'll continue paying for it. That's the inflation we've been experiencing in subsequent years. So, Jonathan, when, when we see that it's 3% now, which is, you know, closer to a historical norm, when you see that, but that's year over year. I mean, it's still three percent, and last year at this time it was nine. I think the year before that it was roughly eight or nine, something like that. You know, we're talking about a massive jump. That we're is, is this just the new norm that we've just plateaued? Maybe we're we're getting to where it's normal, but but we're never going to see it go back down, right? Well, never is a long time, Ryan, and you know you, you almost really have to look to history to could be next to this economy and, and the inflation issue. And look, you know, this is, as you said, it's not something just as a spreadsheet, you know, on a computer screen. This is impacting every American. You know, the, af- the back-to-school costs for the average family for one kid this year is $600. In the $1,000 a year. So, excuse me, it's 600 for the child, 6000 a year. So, you know, this is a really a, a Main Street issue. And if you look back to the mid-1970s, Inflation actually fell pretty dramatically from about 1974 to 1976. Not unlike today, inflation fell almost by half 
The only problem was it didn't stay there for long. And in fact, by 1980, it had gone on to more than double. So, so much of what happens now in terms of inflation, I think it is much more to do with what happens in D.C., in Washington, D.C., as against what happens in you know, our small businesses and our homes. They're the ones that created the inflation. And I think the market and the, the economy wants to see more cuts, more spending rate in, more deregulation. That's what fixed the problem in the 70s. And the only thing I think that could fix the problem today. And this administration is not talking about those things at all. When you mentioned that the Fed has been hiking rates over and over and over, I've seen it too. You know, I buy houses on, on the side. You know, I'm a small business owner in that sense, doing some side real estate. And so we're having to weather the storm just like everybody else that was not created by us, but were created by D.C. Is, is that the only weapon in their quiver is just raising interest rates? I mean, is, is that all that we're seeing them do? Well, if you, again, look back to the 1970s, it was a really a two-prong approach. I mean, one of which was those some massive interest rate hikes. Another was a massive decrease in spending. You know, we, we think of Jimmy Carter as being a, totally, a total ignoramus when it comes to the economy. But go back to the late 1970s. He was also cutting the size and scope of government. I mean, thousands and thousands of government employees actually lost their jobs in the the late 1970s. So that set Reagan up for a really boisterous early 1980s and a tremendous run that followed afterwards. We're not seeing a lot of those cuts, as you said. I mean, government seems to continue to want to expand. There's talk of, you know, reviving the so-called Green New Deal and all the environmental types of spending. And, you know, we're seeing it. I'm a small business person. I'm sure many of your listeners are as well. And, you know, that mortgage rate, which was, what, 3% just two years ago, it's over 7% now. It's almost the highest price in 20 years. So, as we said, we're paying for it, and everyday Americans are paying for it. Smaller homes, the inability to hire or buy uh, buy or finance a home. So, you know, my fear is that this is going to be an effect, a noose around the neck of most Americans for quite some time to come. So everything, Jonathan Honig from Capitalist Pig on the phone with us, CapitalistPig.com, everything that you were talking about has been passed right now. We're talking about how we've, what, what's caused the, the situation that we're in right now. But, you know, I'm sure part of what you do is, is look forward and say, well, what's coming next? In the next year, you know, between now and we'll say, oh, randomly, November of 2024, where there might be an election happening, what do you expect the economy to look like between now and then? Well, you know, the, the stock market run tends to be a great uh, forward-looking indicator. It's terrific at predicting the future. And although it's been a real strong year this year for the stock market, I mean, it's up about 10 12%. The Nasdaq's had a banner year. It's really only been led by a small number of companies. It's primarily the, the technology companies, the high-tech companies. It seems to be suggesting that that's where the growth is likely to be in the economy. And in fact, it's been those companies that have been shedding jobs. So you know, the market seems to be saying, you know, those who can stay ahead of the curve technologically, Ryan, and also those that are able to appropriately downsize. I mean, look, during the pandemic, there was a lot of over-hiring there was a lot of excess hiring, and uh, it's very likely that the, company, that the economy needs to go through a, a bit of a transformation. Again, same thing happened in the 1970s. We went through kind of a rust belt economy to a high-tech economy into the early 1980s. So, you know, I'll tell you this. It's all the regulations, whether it be minimum wage or all the clampdowns on the so-called gig economy in places like California and others, making it more difficult for us, any small business person, just to make a dollar, make $100, and, you know, 
Ryan, they say, oh, don't worry about this tax. It's just an extra 1% or 2%. But, you know, for business people, that could be their whole mar- profit margin. So we need to deregulate, free that individual entrepreneur to get this economy back on track, keep government out of the way. And I do think you'll see the economy soar once again. Last question for you. And this is really just kind of a Main Street question. This is the average person over the next <clears throat> year or so. Is there any concern for their jobs, you know, because I'm sure most people are just listening to this going, man, I just hope that we don't go through a recession and my company starts cutting. I mean, is that something that could be on the table in the next year? Without question. I mean, look, it's a great time always to be keeping an eye on the resume, polishing up your skills. And, you know, it's, it's big, small and big business alike, Ryan. I mean, just yesterday, Microsoft announced more job cuts. And keep in mind, they announced they were laying off 10,000 people just six months ago. So I think you're going to continue to see that in effect. For better or worse, companies in the stock market are being rewarded when they lay off people. It's almost as if the market understands they're getting a little more lean, and we're going to need to get a little more lean in this economy. So definitely a great time to be not only concerned about your job, but thinking about what type of skills and activities and value you can right down the line. Yeah, I and I hate to say that because it's it's something that I don't want to plant a seed like hey, start worrying about your job, but I've had family members now on both sides of my family say that they've been at companies that typically are recession proof. I mean, these are big companies that are really doing well even right now, but they're starting to lay people off here and there well, and they're, everybody's kind of looking over their shoulder and I I just hate that environment that we might be going into. Well, and that's be a Cassandra Ryan, but you know the Two of the leading indicators from the recent jobs report is a slowdown in temporary hiring and an actually reduction of hours worked by many for hire employees. So some of those earning warning signs are on the horizon. Don't blame the messenger to protect yourself and think long term. Yeah. Jonathan Honig, always appreciate your insights. Capitalistpig.com if you want to learn more about him. Anywhere else people can find you? On Twitter at, at Jonathan Honig, and once again, CapitalistPig.com. Thank you, Ryan. Back Great to you stuff. And your listeners. Great stuff. Thank you so much for your time this weekend. We will be right back with more Wiggins America. The Hoobastank of Talk Radio, Wiggins America. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. 
As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Or Vespuccians. Doesn't matter here. Wiggins Vespuccia. Look, I hate to end on such a down note, but it has been a year since Roe v. Wade was overturned, and I got to admit, there's very little that I know about this. And I'm not saying that I'm, because I'm not a legal expert or anything, I just don't understand how babies are made. I, I never have understood it. My dad sat me down um, when I was younger and explained it in his words. But then he sat me down later again because I apparently didn't understand. And then he sat me down again a couple years ago, uh, you know, right as I was about to turn 40. And he's, he explained it again. And I still don't quite get it. Um, I've watched a lot of internet videos that are super hot. But I don't get the correlation between the hotness, the sex, and what that has to do with children. In my opinion, uh, children and sex shouldn't have anything to do with each other. So again, I don't really understand this. I do, though. I watch TV and I watch movies. And I know from watching TV and movies my favorite celebrities are telling me that Roe v. Wade being overturned is an absolute tragedy and a travesty for this country. So I believe that. And I want to play for you um, about a minute-long clip from an organization called Live Action that is lamenting this loss, just like we are right now, the loss of being able to abort fetuses. Um, which again, I don't quite understand. I don't get the whole thing, but those who do tell me that I should be upset about it. And so I'm going to play this clip. Um, it's about a minute long. It's from people talking to a camera. They look like they might be celebrities, although I don't recognize them. And they are explaining why this is such a travesty. It's been one whole year since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Which means they've been making abortion illegal. 
all over the place. So these are dark times. These are dark times. Dark times. Dark times. Un tiempo muy oscuro. Because now, now that Roe v. Wade is overturned, a woman can get pregnant just from having sex. I'm now seriously considering going down the dangerous path of abstinence until marriage. I find myself in this really bizarre state where I'm asking guys about things like their values and trustworthiness before sleeping with them. Before a girl will have sex with me now, she's asking me all these dumb questions like, do you love me? And what happens if I get pregnant? And do you have a job? <sighs> like, I don't know. Abortion being illegal where I live has definitely raised the bar for which men I'll date and have sex with. And that's a terrible thing. It used to be that if I got a girl pregnant, I would just force her to get an abortion. And I can't do that anymore. And that's awful. I can't tell you how many first dates I've had in the last year where no sex happens. All we do is talk about who we are and get to know each other. Why would I ever want to bring a child into a world like this? A world in which it's illegal to kill children. I live in constant fear of a baby somehow finding its way into my uterus. So again, how does a baby get into a uterus? I don't know. I, I, I want to know, but I'm not a scientist. I'm not a biologist, so I have no idea. That is part of the battle that we're facing as a country is that, uh, how, you know, how do babies get made? You know, if, if we could figure that out, I feel like we could figure a lot out. But we don't know, and we're not able to control ourselves. These people seem to, in the clip that I just played, they seem to think that it has a lot to do with sex. Again, I said at the beginning of the segment that I think, personally, that talking about sex and talking about babies and children are things that you should keep very, very separate. I, I don't think that, I'm not for the sexualization of children. But I do believe <clears throat> that um, we are really onto something here, and maybe that if we can figure out first how babies are made, and maybe slow down that process, however it is, again, not a biologist, that maybe we could take that information, we work that information up to the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court doesn't have any idea how this is impacting people like me and people like you who are just trying to get along. I, you know, I would say most of my information comes from TV and movies and celebrities that I follow on Instagram and TikTok. So, and they tell me that this is a bad thing. So it must be a really bad thing. We need to reverse the overturn of Roe versus Wade based on my Instagram feed. When it comes to Roe v. Wade, I want to know two things. One, who is Wade? Two, who is Roe v. If you are... Just tuning into Wiggins America at the very end of this show, you probably have no idea the context of what I'm talking about, <laughs> and um, that's your fault. You should get the podcast and maybe hear the way I usually approach this topic. You can get the podcast by typing in Wiggins America, or you can rewind on the Odyssey app. That's how we'll we'll leave it. And, and again, it, any of the questions that I've raised in this segment, if you know the answers to these things, please let me know. Because like I said, I've had people try to explain to me how babies are made. My dad sat me down several times. I have three children. Complete miracles to me because I don't understand it. At Radio Wiggins on Twitter, if you'd like to explain it to me, please don't send me images <laughs> of how that happens. 
Uh, we'll stop there. It's been a great show. See you next week. Ryan Wiggins Award in 2019, 2020, and 2022. Wiggins America. Karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 